G'day, it's Pete from Mark Remote Coaching, and hey, I know it's been a while. I think the last time I dropped a podcast episode was probably in 2019, but hey, three and a bit years later, I'm back. And yeah, I guess today I'm going to talk about my favorite topic in the world to talk about, which isn't weightlifting, it's actually myself. So I'm going to talk about sort of my own experiences in the last sort of few years that I've experienced with training and juggling a whole bunch of competing priorities, and then the sort of decision I took, or a number of decisions really, in 2020 and 2021 to scale back on a few things and prioritize other things that were actually more important. And that happens in life. And I think the title of this podcast episode is going to be Progress Not Perfection, which is kind of my mantra. Um, yeah, and also it's, uh, I just wanted to do an episode and shout out to my boy Reese because you know, he gets lonely in Victoria when the weather's crappy and he's working long hours and needs something to unwind to. So I figured I could make him listen to me by putting a podcast on Spotify. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about what's happened with me, why things have changed and sort of what my approach is now. And, you know, in the future, we might get back to some educational or entertaining content. Heck, I might even interview some people about some different things. So back in 2019, when content for ARC was sort of at its peak, I was also studying a master's degree and I was living in Canberra away from my kids and my partner at the time. And uh, yeah, it was pretty tough. And I think at the time, having come back from uh, being overseas for six months for work, I invested a lot of my personality and also sort of my stress relief and my sort of hobbies were all related to training, whether that was my own training in the gym, competing in weightlifting, coaching people either as a strength conditioning coach or as a weightlifting coach, occasionally as a powerlifting coach even back then, sort of as a general fitness coach for more of a general population sort of audience as well. So there was that making content for my business, which actually consumed most of the time my business. Takes far longer to produce podcasts, Instagram posts, blog posts, graphics, promotional material, marketing things, call to actions, all these kind of things. Trying to sell a few t-shirts here and there. You know, even some simple gym equipment. It, it all takes time. And it, uh, it, it becomes a lot, to be honest. It's a one-person show and always has been, so... Being able to do that and scale, as some business coaches will probably crap on about, is hard. And, you know, if you can get someone else to do it, uh, pay them to do it instead. However, you know, there's a sort of a pride that I have in, in doing it all myself. So not being at the size of some larger online coaching businesses where I can have that sort of uh, financial turnover to be able to outsource a bunch of things, to get other people involved with social media work. Um, it really falls down to you. The problem is it only falls down to me. The problem is it's only so many hours in a day with my own training, coaching other people, making content, and also studying a master's degree, whilst also trying to be a parent, which, you know, was uh, pretty tough. I was away from my family, so the exposure to my kids was a, a bit more concentrated. But, you know, it was uh, probably not ideal, not the best. However, I made some pretty banging content back in the day. Uh, what changed is I... I came back, reunited with my family, had some significant personal things happen. And uh, yeah, it really sort of made me reevaluate what was happening in my life, what I was prioritizing and what I should prioritize. 
So even though I'd finished my master's degree at that point and I was back to my normal day job, I was still coaching, still making content, personalized videos for my clients as well. I was also studying my undergrad still, which I'd put on hold when I did my master's and it's just been this thing that's chipping away for almost a decade now. Actually, no, it's been more than a decade, shit. Anyway, that happens. So I just sort of got to this this point of, I had too many things on my plate and yeah, I need to scale back. And you know, I got some counseling from a psychologist, so that was good and evaluated my priorities and the thing that was the sort of lowest priority which consumed time in my day was content creation for my business. So it was the first thing to drop off. Uh, it was the lowest priority. You know, Maintaining the business was important, but actually finishing my degree was more important. So once the content production and creation sort of dropped off, I also stopped being not as involved in coaching, but the sort of business and financial aspects of my business, such as making new clients, uh, interviewing new clients, having free consults. I just scaled these back to the point of just not even doing them. And I still coach, believe it or not. And you know, there is a sort of natural turnover of clients with online coaching. Um, some people aren't doing it to, or don't sign up for online coaching because they're gonna do it with one coach for the rest of their life. A lot of the clients I had was typically short term, maybe a few months or leading up to a significant event. I had a couple of clients which were a bit longer term, but as they moved and their priorities and training and life changed, they sort of dropped off, which I also was not too dissatisfied with because it gave me more free time. And by free time, it was time to actually uh, be more involved as a parent studying and also making sure I had some actual spare time, which you know wasn't work, if that makes sense. Because everything I did, whether it be training or my business stuff or coaching, it all felt like work to me. Even going to the gym at that point felt like it was work. You know, I was training five days a week, two to three hours at a time, and I'm just like, this is just too much time out of my day. How am I going to do this? How am I going to study? How am I going to have time with my kids? It's just too much. So then scaled back on training. That was the next thing to go down because you know exercise is important for health, but there is a sort of limit. And it got to a point where I basically stopped training at all. And I wasn't too mad about that either. It seems pretty weird. Someone who definitely supports and encourages others to get into the gym, to do some type of physical activity. And typically have, you know, I typically have the approach of, you know, something's better than nothing. We all have sort of ruts and at one point it just became a bit too hard. Additionally, I took up surfing, which was a significant change in my mentality towards training. Like there are definitely some things with training theory that are totally applicable with surfing, but you know, at a simple level you can view some part of surfing, some technique of maneuver, or even like standing up and then dropping in on a wave as it's just sets and reps, you gotta practice, practice, practice. However, the, the sort of system you're in with training is a lot more dynamic. Whereas weightlifting, what varies is you on the day and maybe the time that you train, but your session's gonna be pretty regular. You know it's gonna go for a period of time. Typically, maybe you take a bit longer or it goes a bit faster depending how you're feeling. Your environment, which is your gym, is generally the same unless you have to travel and find another gym. Surfing is the total opposite. The environment has such a significant part to play in how a session is gonna go. 
weather dictates waves through storms, you know, actually offshore, hundreds of kilometers away, and you then deal with the geography and bathymetry of that particular beach, which determines what the wave's going to look like. Then you throw over the top what the local weather conditions are like. And then, yeah, that can make a significant difference to how effective your sort of training session, if you want to think of that, will be with surfing. And I fucking loved it. Like when I got into surfing, which is uh, just under two years ago now, it was a significant change. I was, you know, at the behest of nature effectively. And the sort of first week when I first bought my board, I told myself I'd go out every day for 30 minutes and just get in the water at around first light and just not have any expectations of the session. At this stage, uh, sorry, at this time, there was a severe weather warning with damaging winds and seas, which was annihilating the Gold Coast. Uh, Burley Heads was getting ripped apart. A whole bunch of the beach was just ripped away. And, uh, but I still went out and I got stuck in a shore break, probably three days in a row trying to get out on conditions that were too big and too dangerous for me. Luckily, I couldn't get past a shore break but I developed the habit of just going. And that's just a, a little tactic I've used in the past to get into training or get back into training. So yeah, it was a significant change. And then surfing is a highly skill dependent sport. So we're not looking at like a barbell where you can work out the basic mechanics of a squat like pretty easily, like go up and down. Sure, people can be fiddly and, and nitpicky on parts of your technique, but you can generally work out how to do a whole bunch of exercises pretty easily surfing is like no everything is hard moving around in the ocean is hard you're dealing with local rips currents sweep wind even the sun being dehydrated and that's just to get to the part where the waves are hopefully at the right size for you to catch so significantly different sort of circumstances and a different approach to training where i couldn't program it i couldn't just say hey I'm going to have um, a split for my surfing this week. And I'm going to do this, this, and this. Monday is going to be this. Wednesday is going to be this. Friday is going to be that. And uh, yeah, it is like, no, uh, that is not happening today, my dog. So it was a significant change. And I really embraced it because it was a combination of uh, absolute calmness and absolute chaos. People say that surfing is extremely calming and relaxing. Yeah, look, it is at parts when you're out sort of out the back and it's nice and relaxed, but when some massive uh, wipeout set or wave come through, wave comes through, sorry, that you're not expecting, or you end up in a rip or the wind is just nailing you or you get dunked pretty hard, which happens a lot, especially at the start, it's extremely chaotic and hold downs underwater. Not that I've had any drastic ones, but I've definitely been held down under a few waves here and there, crushed on the head by a bunch of waves that are probably my height or bigger. it's very different and you have to be, um, or you have to really accept that you can't control nature when you're surfing. You can only control yourself and nature has a significant part to play. So the conditions and the environment on the day dictate. Any sport sort of has that with refereeing in a competition. You know, you play to the conditions of the day, which includes the sort of weather and what refereeing or umpiring you're receiving. But surfing really highlights that. You are playing to the conditions on the day. But the good news is it was a lot, um, less structured it had to be less structured and more freeform and i just had to sort of do what i could on a given day 
which was a significant change to training, which I'm used to being very controlled, very prescriptive, designed, and then, you know, you do a certain amount of work. Ideally, you get an increase, however, not always. However, you can track that you've done so much. So I think that's a lot harder to do. But I have implemented some form of tracking with wave counts, attempts of doing certain things and the like. Um, and even just tracking what session I go out and what beach I hit with, what surfboard. So surfing has been a significant change. Uh, the problem I had was when I started surfing, I was also on long service leave and I um, did a full-time uni load because I completed my master's in 2019. So I, was, I felt like I was used to full-time study and I took three and a half months off to study and finish my degree ideally or do four out of the six remaining subjects. And I, I did all four and passed, woohoo, congrats to me. And I just out of nowhere took up surfing at the same time because I'm like, this is the perfect opportunity where I'll have the most amount of free time, not having a workplace that can dictate what I do at a very short notice. You know, I have a degree of freedom. I don't have to shave. I can get up, set my own schedule for the day. Not that shaving has anything to do with it. And uh, yeah, that was uh, a significant change. The problem was with surfing is that now became a competing priority with going to the gym and even doing some basic cardio. Because, you know, after a couple of sessions at the surf, I'm pretty knackered. And the last thing I want to do is uh, hop under a bar and start doing some squats or work up to a heavy snatch or a heavy cleaner jerk. So now I was in this weird position where surfing was a higher priority than strength training. And I'd sort of go back to strength training for a bit, then I'd maybe stop or something would happen and I wouldn't do a session for a couple of days. That became a couple of weeks and I'd do one, then I'd get doms. And just on this endless roundabout which I know a lot of people experience when they first try and get into training. And you know, I had that as well years ago before I got into training properly. I, I, I attempted to do it a number of times, had some short runs and sort of stopped. So yeah, but the thing was, I was still doing some type of exercise. Uh, surfing has been a significant addition to my life, which is also uh, maybe sort of reevaluate how much time I can allocate to training and balancing what I'm doing in the gym, what other exercise I'm doing with surfing. To make things even more complicated, I also took up skateboarding, specifically for surfing. I figured it would have a pretty good carryover, knowing that skateboarding comes from surfing, a bunch of surface on shit days, a way you can practice turns and doing a few things. For me, I'm like, well, I wanna initially just do surf skating, and then I just bought a normal skateboard, and then suddenly I had a quarter pipe, then suddenly I had two quarter pipes, and then, you know, neck minute started this year, and I'm every day trying to do a rock to fakie in my little mini ramp in my garage. And uh, yeah, but that was a nice addition where it's skill work, it's fun. I can sort of have more control over skating than what I can surfing because the conditions are a lot more stable than skating. You know, a ramp is fixed. It's in my garage, I'm not exposed to weather. Heat might affect me. However, it's a lot more repetitive or can be more repetitive in nature. And you can really hone in on one particular thing you want to do on skating and just drill the shit out of it. Surfing, it's really hard to drill one thing without your own private wave pool or a lot of money to go to a wave pool where you can get the same wave on repeat, which I have done down in Victoria at Urban Surf. And that's uh, been a bit of a game changer and an eye-opening for my surfing. Uh, who would send me a message at this hour? Oh, one of my brothers, lovely. Yeah, so that's surfing. So normal strength training and normal training sort of went down with all the other competing priorities and pressures in life. Wanted to spend more time with my kids, be a better father, 
surfing comes in, skating comes in, and this is where we are. So the business was, well, the content for ARC was the first thing to drop off, and then a whole bunch of businessy stuff related to it gradually dropped off too. But I'm sort of at a point now where I'm getting back into training. And I've probably said it a few times in the last 12 months, say I'm back, I'm back in the gym. If you follow me on Instagram, you probably don't. So for you, Reese, I know you do, man. And that is basically where we're at. Here we are. So I'm almost back at square one and with training anyway, noting that I am progressing with my surfing. I can't surf as much as I could when I first started, just due to where I live now. Travel time to the beach, um, shared custody arrangements for my kids, so I can't do, you know, like 10 or 12 days out of the fortnight like I used to do when I first got into surfing, which was fantastic, even though some of those days would be taken away due to weather or surf, or, you know, I definitely don't go in if there's lightning, and I've only seen the beach evacuated once due to sharks, but hey, fingers crossed, uh, I don't get eaten by old jaws. What matters, I guess, is the, the steps that I'm taking now to develop a more consistent routine. And uh, I don't want Alicia to crack the shits when I talk about discipline. She'd be like, well, actually, Pete, I guess everyone has different obstacles and different priorities in their life. And you have to evaluate what's important. Obviously, as someone who's worked as a coach and as a personal trainer, I believe and support the notion that exercise is useful and you should do it or physical activity in general. And by surfing, I'm doing some type of physical activity and skating. However, it may not be at the intensity or the volume that I need for it to be the one single thing I do. So I'm now trying to get back into a a habit of going to the gym. And that's tough. Um, I have my kids every second week for a week. So, you know, they're young, but six and four, it's pretty hard to manage them at night or in the morning before school and drop-offs for kindy. So fitting things in during the day, you know, over my lunch break was one approach I took last year. And I actually got into running for a number of months and was working up to 20Ks then sort of just stopped when a few things happened. Just work got a bit uh, hectic for a little while and just, just the habits dropped. But I'm now in that process or I'm now at that point, I should say, sorry, of trying to get to a sustainable and realistic balance of training. So like surfing is still a high priority and you know, I surf ideally uh, six times a month, which is, you know, three times a fortnight. Basically I've blocked out in my, in my calendar. That doesn't always happen exactly like that due to weather, due to just social commitments. I can't just surf every weekend. I don't have my kids. That's a bit fucking unrealistic when you have other things to do, like socialize, um, you know, hang out with your mates and whatever else. But I try to get to the beach ideally, or at least factor in going up to six times a month or three times a fortnight when I can. So that's that's one aspect that surfing is a priority. It's definitely in there, but it's it's sort of variable when I can do it. What I'm trying to reintroduce is a more sustainable approach to strength training. So previously, I think I mentioned I was doing sessions between two to three hours. You know, my Saturday sessions would go for three hours, and I think Mark. Uh, even recently, he was still doing two to three hour sort of sessions with his training on Saturdays, just heavy Saturday. Um, that's not really workable for me anymore. I'm not in a situation where I can just ignore my kids every second weekend for three hours and leave them unsupervised or bring them down 
for that period of time and make them sit still where it's safe and they're not going to get hurt. So, you know, that, those considerations, you know, they can come in with the gym with me sometimes, we'll train together, not because I'm trying to make them stronger or turn them into, I don't know, child athletes a la the Soviet approach to the Olympics in the 80s, 90s, probably even now, who knows. But it's just a bit of play and fun to normalize the idea for both my son and my daughter that going to the gym is a normal thing and to set a good example. But it's more play. We're just mucking around. We're not actually loading. We're just doing different things, mucking around with little kids' barbells. Uh, sometimes they'll watch me do a few reps, but that's really it. It's long sessions just aren't a sort of go. They don't have the attention span to sit. And I don't want to just go, hey, grab some toys and go sit over there and uh, occupy yourself while, you know, daddy tries to PR a snatch. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So the, the funner and the more dynamic lifts, which are also probably more mentally draining because you miss them all the time, like snatches, they're sort of off the cards for me right now. And I'm just going back to simpler movements. And my loading is, is extremely low, to be honest. So 2014, I hit re- did a hard reset of my training and I did starting strength which is a program made popular by Mark Ripito back in the day, which is three sets of five in the squat, bench press, one set of five in the deadlift. And then the next session you'd squat and then do a press or overhead press, if you want to call it that. And then one set of five of the deadlift. You sort of alternate like that. Then you introduce power cleans and pull-ups and glute ham raises, yada, yada, yada. It's a simple linear progression. I'm not doing that exactly, but I'm a adopting a similar approach you know again similar to something like five by five or even five three one but i'm just running fives at the moment fives in the squat that's the back squat bench press deadlift and the next session is back squat again press deadlift and also some cheeky bicep curls and reverse curls Um, i've even dropped doing pull-ups at this point when i was pretty routinely still doing pull-ups making sure i could still bash out a set of 10 they're just off the cards for a bit so pretty simple four lift program. I just alternate presses and bench presses and alternate curls and reverse curls. Everything's with a barbell, pretty simple. And um, for all the lifts, I just went back to an empty bar. So that's what I did when I did starting strength. I started squatting at 20 kilos, benching at 20, deadlifting 20. And you know, then worked up my back squat to a single at 180, my deadlift to a single at I think 215 or 220. and. Uh, I think a bench like 110 back in the day. Um, and then did later on a, a more dedicated bench program and got up to like 120 or 125. I can't really remember. Um, but just a, a pretty simple approach. And the good news is it doesn't take me three hours to do that. You know, I'm, I'm doing a session in sort of 30 to 45 minutes. And then some weights starting to come on the bar, especially with squatting and deadlifting. Still nothing drastic. But that's what I'm doing. And I'm just trying to. And that's, you know, try is the operative word here. Is just set a pattern of training two or three times a week and that gives me a bit more flexibility you know if need be breaking up my sessions into which is a tactic i'd used previously you know i might squat and bench in the morning and then do deadlifts and curls in the afternoon or you know if i can get out of work on time quickly knocking a session out before i do the school run so these things are what I'm doing. And I'm also reintroducing running because it's important. I need it for cardiovascular health. I also need it for work, for fitness assessments. And you know, it's, it's not bad for you unless you do, I don't know how much running Ollie does, which is a lot, but he's a pretty good runner. And again, I'm just looking for, hey, maybe we'll do two lunchtime runs because it's starting to cool down now in Queensland. It's not as stupidly hot. 
we're running at you know midday is just agony it's a little bit cooler so it'll get a uh, a bit more manageable and that's sort of the basis of my training and then ideally i skate for 10 to 15 minutes in my garage um whenever i can which might be every day every second day every third day do some drop-ins do some rock to fakies uh, and then really just focus on rock to fakies uh, i pretty much now the drop in on my two foot ramps i've done it a couple times on a three foot ramp but it's just practicing rock to fakies until i'm really consistent and then i'll start looking at tail stools or um what's the other cool thing i wanted to do uh rock and roll but that's training um it doesn't always go perfectly and i had a, a block there of about a fortnight where i did none of that I think I got to the beach maybe for a surf and it was absolutely trash and caught no waves. So massive drive to and from the beach uh, for nothing, but hey, you never have a bad day in the ocean. But what I'm trying to do and my sort of approach is just trying to be consistent whilst also being reasonable with myself. Previously, I would get agitated if I missed a session and have to rearrange, you know, my week. In training five days a week, I had a buffer of one day, which was um, Fridays was my off day. So I trained Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off, Saturday. I'd train again, then Sunday off. I could rearrange a day and bump it and get everything done. Or I could drop one of the sessions out of the five. So session four was like a, a lighter power session. So I'd do power snatches or power cleans or power jerks as opposed to the full lift. That might drop off so I could stay on program uh, in order to keep progressing. On program, how good is Andor, by the way? Great show. 10 out of 10, would recommend. Anyway, that's way off topic. On program. But it's also at, at being forgiving and not hating myself if something comes up and I can't train and just going, well, you know, back in 2014 when I was doing starting strength, uh, if I missed a session, that was fine because it was a simple linear progression I just delayed it until I could do it and then kept doing it once you advance sort of past that beginner stage and a program becomes more specific more designed it becomes harder to manage but you can just spread out a, a one week program over two weeks for example as long as you're progressing so just things like that uh, in the back of my mind and accepting there'll be days when I can't train accepting that there will be challenges in life sometimes i'll have social events that i want to do which i'll decide you know what that's way more important than going to the gym today where in the past i would probably prioritize and yeah i would prioritize training which was i thought i was doing the right thing by prioritizing my own health and physical fitness but in reality that was probably deprioritizing other aspects of my life which were equally or more important so getting that balance right is sort of my vibe now and that the mantra is progress, not perfection. And it's accepting that sometimes you have to go back to square one to get back to where you were, and maybe not even where you were, but to get better than what you are now. And that's fine. By doing a conservative approach to training, which is what I'm doing by I started squatting 20 kilos like at the start of the month, hilarious. But it was great because I didn't have to warm up. I didn't have any niggles. I didn't get any doms. And I've had no doms this past month because I've started these these weights at the absolute lowest you can load a barbell, which is just 20 kilos flat with nothing on it. And then simple increases, managing load. And then, yeah, that's where I'm at. Uh, what I want to do going forward, not much else in the short term. 
just sort of maintain this or establish that routine, ideally of getting to the gym two or three times a week, running maybe once or twice a week, surfing when I can, skating when I can. Surfing is definitely way more enjoyable than weightlifting. I love weightlifting, don't get me wrong, the feeling of hitting a snatch like when you PR a snatch or a really good clean and jerk, it's amazing. But when you manage to like catch a wave or do a bit of a turn and not stack it, it's infinitely better. That's a bit of a down and dirty on me over the past three and a half years. Uh, for the future of ARC, uh, who knows? Yep. I'm not looking to grow my business back to where it was where I had like a, a lot of work to do and it was taking up too much of my time. I want it to be sustainable and enjoyable. And then I'll reintroduce a few other things as this gets more sustainable and my motivation and interest in training increases. But that's it. Um, next episode, I might talk to my boy Reese, whether he knows or not, he will find out in this podcast episode when I send it to him. Uh, and let's talk about surfing and how much fun it is and why it's the coolest thing ever and things we can do to improve our surfing performance in the gym maybe or maybe we won't we'll just talk shit and drink beer anyway keep it real